0: All right, I got nothing for today, so ask me anything. Flyers, Eagles, sports, music, movies. Uh, the things I do have for today, Oscar Lindblom, 29-game goal drought. Nolan Patrick, 24-game goal drought. 27 games since he beat a goalie. Katori is 300th and 301st NHL points. 541st game today. Uh, the PK is now 35 of 42 under Scott Gordon, 83.3%. They're at 73.5 under Hackstall. They've now lost 9 of 10, 10 of 12, and 14 of 18. So, first comment so far, brutal. Yeah, I mean, just another classic Flyers game. I mean, they didn't show up to start, scored a pretty meaningless goal late. And that uh, pretty much sums it up. Yeah, they missed a lot of shots today. I feel like they missed a lot of shots. I feel like it's another thing I noticed today, too, was I feel like the last couple of games. Simmons has been getting chances, but he just keeps missing wide open nets. I don't know. He had one today. Uh, I think he had one against the Caps before he scored two. <sighs> what happened to getting a real coach? Uh, I think they're doing that in the off season now. I thought there was going to be some kind of thing where they brought in Quinville after Christmas, but I think they're just waiting until the off season now. I mean, at this point, I, I'm fine with Scott Gordon. I, I want them to lose every game from here on out. That's not like a negativity thing. I just want, I, I, I just want Jack Hughes or Kako, yeah, lose for Hughes exactly. <laughs> Drew had like three. Yeah, I mean. I'm not really going to blame anything that's going on with Drew. I mean, this team overall is just kind of a pretty big mess. So <laughs> I was not expecting missed shots to be a thing, but I guess, uh, I guess that's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, today did seem like they are very unfocused and undisciplined. I mean, today they just they took five penalties. PK cut them all off, surprisingly, but it's just a very undisciplined game. Just uh, going through the motions types of penalties I feel like. It wasn't anything. They weren't saving goals. They're all pretty on errors. Uh I mean I, I don't I guess the team does miss a lot of shots. I didn't know that was really a point of emphasis among a lot of fans. I just feel like they aren't. I just feel like a lot of the team is just underperforming. I don't know. That's uh, it's an easy summation of what's going on, but, I mean, besides true Voracek is still putting up points, but underlying numbers and just obvious plays on the ice, he's just not at his best. Uh, Simmons is still scoring goals, but he's not at his best. We expected big jumps out of Patrick Limblom, Justin Proveroff this year, and they just haven't come. Uh what are my thoughts on Nico versus Nolan? Current development. Um, I mean, his year looks. I mean, he looked pretty good today, but Sanheim also gave him a goal. Um, I mean, right now, I, I right now it's not a good time to ask me about Nolan Patrick. <laughs> I guess I'm not. I think he'll eventually be fine, but right now it's it's uh it's fucking rough. So. Yeah, Zach Thomas. Thank you. A Craig post game. No wonder they lost. Yeah, I mean, in my defense, I did just say they they've only won four the last eighteen, so I'm I'm kind of not expecting to ever do a reaction after a win here. So, (laughs) Uh, do you think we see? Yeah, uh, Bill Leonard. Do you think we see a fan call up with wheel moved Myers or NAK or something? I think I think NAK is coming back up. But I mean, you know, I would hope so. But at the same time, it was kind of a wheel versus Veroni situation, and now Veroni is just in the lineup without a question. I mean, I would hope they call up Nak. I thought he looked fine in the limited time he got here, uh, so I would like to see him get a second look, especially now when the games mean absolutely nothing. Um, see other questions. Uh... Underperforming is a middle name from Brian Knight. Yeah, I mean, like, even, but see, even him, I think that's the thing is, you know, going into this season, we expected AMAC to suck. We expected guys like Hag and Gudis not to be the biggest performers. And Gudis, I mean, we we're talking about today, Gudis might end up winning the Ashby for being the best defenseman on the team because he, I mean, it's him or Sanheim. Uh, and I have a feeling the writers don't like Sanheim cause he's offensive. And also he still has a lot of plays like he had today where he just, he hands the puck to Nico his share and he scored on a breakaway. He has a lot of all of his glaring issues seem to end up in the back of the net. So. Yeah. Uh, Leila, that's a good point. Uh, today there's an emphasis, emphasis on missed shots because they're just wide open shots and they missed them. That is true. And um, I mean, they still even they still kind of overpass. I mean, there was a play from Travis Konechnate today. lot right, inside the pass it and it, he had a wide open shot in the slot and just never looked at the net. And I was surprised late in the game. Jake Voracek had one of those two where he was in the slot and I was like, he's he's just going to pass this. And uh, I'm pretty sure you're right. He did air it. Oh my god. And scout logged on that one play the uh, the, Godis, the Godis, uh, shorthanded the uh short handed the the short handed rush where he dangled in between his legs resulted in law missing a, a wide open net so this yeah i guess I, I i guess i understand the whole missing the net thing now because it could definitely be the main takeaway from this game i mean I, these last couple of games i'm going to be honest with you i it's 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 hard to f- focus and break down because it's the same old shit. I mean they they don't show up to start. They put on some kind of BS late game push that results in a goal, like say to make it three to two with two seconds left. Man, and that's that's pretty much it. His last ten games or so, I don't know. It's been either Carter Hart steals the game and they hang on for a win, like they against Dallas. And even then, I mean Carter Hart stole the game against Florida, and they still lost for him. So, <laughs> Andrew Walter, Craig, can you and Steve do a post game together? That'd be legendary. Well, actually, not a post game. We're supposed to be doing because Kelly is um has abandoned this team and gone to uh, France. I think we're going to be trying to do some of the checking out the competitions this week. So you might get that instead of uh, a post game reaction. But I, I think we we might have to do one post game reaction before the end of the year because these these honestly do not matter. I mean, at all. Drew, is it 100%? I, I mean, I, I, see, I don't know if Drew. I don't know. I feel like I do miss, I do see Drew miss a lot of one-timers. But at the same time, that's probably just me picking up Drew scores. I mean, Drew scores and he sets up opportunities. I'm not really, I don't know. Drew missing the net is not a thing I'm going to really get behind. <laughs> Kelly Miller, I heard someone refer to JVR as Jim, and I may never recover. Yeah, I mean, I do enjoy, I like to call him James, uh, but but Jim's a good one, too. A little fun fact for you guys out there. James Van Reeves, like, I don't know if you heard, he's from New Jersey. He scored today. They were playing the Devils, which they're the team from New Jersey. So it's it's a lot of fun. We have fun around here. Uh, John Marsh, I think you have to look at moving Goudis. His value sky high. He's playing kind eh. of yeah. No, I agree with that. I mean, I would I would try to move everybody uh, right now. There's really nobody besides Drew. I, I really you can trade whoever the hell you want. That's my feeling right now. As the team lost their 14th out of their last 18 games against the Devils, uh, but yeah, now would be the time to move Gudis. Teams. I feel like most teams should be interested in Gutis one way or another because he does have good underlying numbers. So, and, uh, Analytically inclined teams like, I don't know, Carolina or Toronto or team to Calgary might be interested because of his possession numbers, but also he is still a stay-at-home physical defenseman. So there's got to be a lot of appeal out there. Uh, he's got two years left on his contract, I think, which is not an, an insane amount. It, the... the a V is a little high, but I mean, I would still, yeah. Chris, does anyone think G is gonna give Fletcher a trade list to have it? Uh, I, I don't think I don't think Drew is there yet. Uh, maybe in a couple of years, but right now, I think he's gonna stick with the team and hope they can turn it around. I mean, this season sucked. Don't get me wrong, there are things build upon. And I would rather not change them this season so we can tank out and get a Hughes or a Keiko. I don't know if I'm saying that right. But I feel like it's... I really just feel like it's a lot of the team underperforming. And it could just be a thing where everybody's just fighting it right now. And I mean, we saw how good the team can be last year when they actually did click. And that was underneath Hackstall, who I I think kind of limited limited. Them in uh, several aspects. So hopefully, next season, blom Patrick, all the kids find their groove, and it's a completely different system. JVR doesn't miss a month. Uh, we actually have goalies that are playing uh, at the NHL level. I don't know. Could be. Could be a little different. Uh, Sean, I don't think Ghost needs to go. I uh, never thought about trading Goose. Uh Craig, did you see Eklund's rumor on Stone and Anderson linked as possible to the Flyers? What price would they want from us? Yeah, see I'm terrible at trade rumors because I have no idea what would be fair value for Mark Stone and Anderson. I know I like Mark Stone a lot. Uh I feel like well first of all, Eklund rumors aren't always um aren't always the best. But I, Stone and Anderson coming to the Flyers would make a lot of sense. I, I, Again, I have no idea what you would give up for it. That's the thing with Fletcher, too, is I have no idea what his mentality is on trading prospects and picks because for the longest time with Texel, you don't have to worry about that. and it was You don't have to worry about adding NHL roster players. Now, I don't know what Fletcher plans on doing for next year or the season after that. I don't know if he's going to swing for the fences and try to make this a – borderline contending team next year, in which case I feel like picks and maybe some prospects are gonna be moved, which makes them more likely to get stoned. But if you're not giving up picks or prospects, you're not you're not getting stoned. I don't think Simmons and another roster player is going to get you stone and Anderson. You're gonna to have to give up some picks for that. Eklund is a joke. Thank you, Layla. That's all I was looking for. Um John, Gudis is our only functional demon right now. Hold on to him. Well, I think but I think for me, see, I want this team to tank out. I want this team to suck for the rest of the year. I want them to get like five more wins tops. So that would be a better argument for why you should trade Gudis. Cause there's not I mean, we've seen him at the lowest of his lows, I guess, last year, towards the end of the year, when he was handing the puck over to the penguins and taking out Keturia during practice. But I feel like this is what Gudis can be. And there's not too many. If teams are going to come knocking on Fletcher's door for pieces, you you got to give a guy like Gutis. You got to trade. There are some other guys that I think you would hold on to, but right now I I I would have no problem trading Gutis. I mean, that's a pretty good idea that John threw out there. Um, Christian, why don't we play a full six minutes on a regular basis? So frustrating. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, at this point, it's something in the locker room with the players because you've gone through GMs and coaches and they still can't. Full 60 minutes has been a legit complaint about this team for five, six years now, and we've had different coaches and GMs come in and go and still have the same core guys. So I've, I've slowly moved into the trade war check camp, although I'm not sure what the reasons for that are. I think it's just because there's nothing else. There's nothing else I need like a new scapegoat, but Paul, I want to know what the Flyers' record is versus backup goalies. It's probably crap. I mean, it probably—I think it is. They've been playing backup goalies all year during that losing streak. They played Phoenix Copley, um, Jordan Bennington, in his first NHL start. Uh, who else did they play? They played a lot. Uh, they played Peter Mrazek, who we know doesn't like to face in that and usually lets in soft goals. So there's no excuses for this team. I mean, they're playing back-up goalies on a regular basis. They've played a lot of teams on the second end of back-to-backs, and they've been out hustle. There's no excuse for that. Um, it's just a bad season. I mean, this was – I don't think anybody expected it to go this – Poorly. I expected a regression from the top-end guys. I thought there'd be a drop-off in points with Drew and Voracek, and Progroff wouldn't score 17 goals, but whatever the hell is happening, whatever this is, I don't think anybody saw. I mean, we expected that we would get the worst of the worst goaltending situation last year, where Elliot and Neuwirth were both were both hurt, had the trade from Mrazic, you're running with Morazic and Lyon, and then somehow that situation has gotten even worse this year. Uh, uh, Bill, Craig, are you a Sam Moran fan? Do you think we'll see him after the day? My thing with Sam Moran is I'm trying to think I have to say. I don't care that much about Sam Moran. I don't know if that comes off as a – I hope he pans out to be a pretty good defenseman, but I'm not expecting too much out of him. I think people put a lot of – I mean, it's a first-round pick that we've been grooming forever, so – I get the appeal. I get the focus on him. But at the same time, since the day he was drafted, I feel like his ceiling's been at best a four on your defense. I I feel like he's destined to be a third-pairing guy that kills penalties, which is fine. I mean, if he ends up being a productive third-pairing guy that kills penalties and is, is bigger for his size than most people expect, that's great. I don't think this team needs a increase clearing defensemen as much as everybody makes it out to be. I guess because Gudis and Hag are already two of those types of guys, and they're not really doing much. I feel like the league is kind of moving away from the physical, a lot of the physical play. So I'd rather have guys like Sanheim and guys and Provorov. But I mean, I, I'm not against. I'm not rooting against Marin. I'm. I don't really have much stake in the whether or not he's going to be a bust or not argument. I hope he's. I hope he's fine. I just. I I guess I'm not really too enthralled with that whole conversation. But Rick Davis is Fletcher alive? Yeah, man, he's. I mean, you saw the big trade yesterday. They got Jordan Wheel for a sixth and some guy named Jacob Graves who can't put up points in the ECHL. So yeah, he's alive. He's uh He's completed one of the two trades uh, to live up to his name. So we'll see when the second one eventually falls through. Um step one. <laughs> John John Christopher step one, get first overall pick, step two, trade Simmer and Jake for second overall, step three, draft boats, Hughes and Kako. Yeah, you gotta figure it out. I mean that's I, I that's the way to go about it. I don't I don't know what else the Flyers should even do. I'm um, against training Simmons. He is a Flyers hockey. He has Flyers hockey all day long, but if we do trade him, I think we will get the first round pick. Yeah, uh, I think we did, Joe. Uh, I think Simmons still has a lot of – I think this season and last season, we haven't been too happy with Simmons' production, but teams around the league still see Simmons as the Wayne Simmons that crashes the net. He's the guy on the power play that puts in the greasy rebounds. He's still scoring goals. I mean, uh, even today – like I was saying, he had a couple good chances, and he scored on Tuesday against the Caps. I mean, the go the goal totals are still there, and it can be chalked up. I mean, he can chalk up his uh, lackluster season or last two as just him being on the flyers. I mean, it's easy to just say a guy needs a change of scenery. So I think he's. I think his value is still there. Uh, and I really, I don't know. Uh, maybe Simmons gets you a package back. I really don't know. I'm terrible with guessing at returns for players. I just tell me what the trade is and I'll go from there and I'll break it down like that. But, um, I think Simmons, yeah, I can probably get you first, and maybe more. Um, Anthony, where's Bill? I don't know where Bill is. Uh, I was just told to do this. So I think Bill's fine. He'll be back on Monday of, um, in addition to the injuries, the comparison of the Pronger doomed Sam Marin, in my... yeah, Brian, that's a good point. I think that's I think a lot of people might view Morin as a bust no matter what, because also since the time he was drafted, we've heard nothing but Chris Pronger comparisons. Because it came in right after Chris Pronger left pretty much. And the Flyers defense was a mess. So there had to be a lot of hope and kind of rebuilding and redrafting and I think unfairly, that like, kind of got put on Marin, and I I think this is probably, I don't know, it always kind of felt like, I don't want to say a bad pick, but a reach, like, kind of ill-advised for how high they were in the 2013 draft and how many players there were around Marin. Uh, and if he wasn't a first and he wasn't related, or if he wasn't a first-round pick and he wasn't compared to Pronger so much, I th- I think I'll be completely happy with Marin and where he's projected to go, but I feel like a lot of people are putting a lot of stock into him. Yeah, okay. So Paul, I disagree. If he's not Pronger, that's okay. He's still for. Yeah, I think he can absolutely become something. I think he can still become something valuable. I'm saying I think for his sake, it sucks that he was from day one seemingly just compared to Pronger. So I think some people are going to be upset if he comes up and he is just a third-pairing guy that kills penalties and is fine. Like, fine. Fine on the long numbers, chips and points, rarely lets up goals or is the reason why goals are scored against. I think he can be that, and that's fine. But I think a lot of people are expecting the game-changing control defenseman when that pronger was. But I think... I think the league has just gotten away from those types of players just taking over games. So I think some people are still going to be upset with them. Um, You think we could have gotten a bit more for wheel, like maybe a fifth or a fourth Arizona desperate out to Richardson injury. Um, No, I mean a six sounds right for wheel. I mean, wheel doesn't do anything. Uh, I, I was talking about this week on fly perfectly with Steve, which by the way, if you don't listen to go do that, um, he had a lot of flair, but he didn't do anything. Like he didn't produce enough to be deserving of any spot in the lineup, I guess. So he did a lot in the offensive zone. Did have a lot of takeaways in the offensive zone, extended cycles, used to lose pucks a lot, has a nice defensive place, but I think just at the end of the day, he just, I I don't know. Like he, there seemed to be a lot more flair than actual product there for me. I guess that's why, I I mean, he didn't really earn a regular spot in the lineup under Haxall or uh, Gordon, and I feel like it, it's kind of a hard thing to sell to be like, oh no, he's actually good. We just don't want to use him that much, and then expect another team to pay more for him. So, Ronaldo did get a third. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's something I really don't care about either. Comparing the two trades because it's just different. I mean, I, I think Jake is a lot better of a GM than um, Sweeney. And I, I think Hexel was just able to pick out a GM that he knew he could take advantage of. Now, I mean, you would want Fletcher to do the same. But, I, I mean, I, I really don't know what to make. I, I, I feel like Fletcher has started making a little bit bigger moves than just wheel for picks. Like, he should be trading some guys that should be... At the same time, I guess we're waiting until the deadline for guys like Simmons uh, to be dealt. But man, it's an alright first-round trade. Rick Davis. Trade Gritty and McDonald to the Rangers for a bucket of sewage from the East River that we can throw at Crosby. Gritty takes Manhattan movie to come. AMAC is his first victim. Uh, The only correction I would have there would be that um, the bucket of sewage is now on the lightning and he goes by Ryan Callahan. But I like the rest of that. Um, But yeah. Yeah. This uh, this team sucks right now, and uh, I mean, there's not really much. It's all about the future right now. I don't know what trades I even want to see to be to be completed here. Anthony, this wheel trade reminds me of something that always bothered me. Why the hell do we have to throw Merrick Matson into the Cousins trade? Yeah, well, I think at the time too, Merrick Matson was a thing. That's a good point, Anthony. Um, I think Madsen at the time, though, he was. That's before we knew what line was. We still had Carter Hart in the pipeline. I think there was more stock in Felix Sandstrom at the time. And we had Stolarz before the knee injuries. And that was two goalies at the NHL level. So if you're looking at it, Madsen at best was like fifth or sixth in the pipeline, I guess. And you trade Cousins. Because he didn't have a role in the bottom six, like Wheel. I, I guess apparently we're just going to trade all of our guys that can't into the bottom six to Arizona. The the Madsen one I thought made sense at the time, but now, I mean now it looks bad because they the the Flyers don't have goalies that are healthy with uh, two legs. So I just there's. Yes, yeah, buddy. I'm trying to read this. Uh, Drew is a coward. Discussed that shit for a while. We are dead last and you clowns like Drew a balloon salesman, wimps and you know less than half the fans. I don't know if that's... That ain't dead. I don't know. Drew, Drew puts up a lot of points and he shows up every day. So I don't know what... I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, and I, I don't know what makes him a coward. Is it because he doesn't fight? Is that, is that the thing? I mean, it doesn't matter. Um more questions. They have no confidence. I'm surprised to see how there is no reset. Yeah, it is kind of see, I, I think it's just that I, I don't know, I just feel like that they're just in a really bad right rut right now and there's nothing they can do to get out of it. I think just the entire team feels like they're going through the motions. Uh, and like their underlying numbers aren't even bad, honestly. Uh, like they're middle to top of the pack in a lot of the underlying numbers, so it's not like they they are subject or like overall bad. They just I don't I don't know what it is with the the offense. The offense doesn't show most of the nights; they just can't score goals, and then it comes dependent on Carter Hart to um, kind of bail them out. Team win more than twenty five (sighs) games. I want to say yes, but the second half schedule I know is worse because they still got to play the Caps and the Pens a bunch. Um, yeah, I'm not getting into a whole Drew thing. Um, I I mean, I again, I don't know how you can look at this team and and think Drew is the problem. I don't know. There's a lot of issues with this team. Um, and uh, I I feel like that's just a Philly thing to do is just always blame on your best players and then wonder why they want to get out of town. So, I mean, do with Lindros, it uh, with Richards, uh, do with McNabb, probably do with Wentz. People won't do with through because he's been here forever and they haven't won. Um, yeah, but how is he not a leader, I guess, is my question. Like, I is it because he doesn't fight? Like, I, I don't know. It, it's a simple thing to say he's not a leader, but he... But, I mean, the whole entire team. Oh my God. I don't I I, I don't know how you guys are playing this on Drew. It's the entire team sucks. I mean, I, I don't know what to say. Like, it's, not, not, uh, it's not. Okay. Do you guys want to talk about anything else besides Drew? I don't. The whole not a leader thing is a. Uh, I don't know what to say to that. Because. I mean, he had the second most points in the league last year. He scored a hat-trick when his team needed it. When the teams needed goals down the stretch last season, he was the guy scoring them. So, I don't know what else he has to do to be a leader. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it's just a simple way to explain what's been going on with this team. is just to say that True is a leader. I mean, i, I Disagree with that at all. I, I I think a lot of the other players are underperforming. It's kind of hard to win games by yourself in the NHL. I mean, Connor McDavid is maybe the best player in the league last year, and had the most amount of points and his team didn't get to the postseason because the rest of the team sucked. Uh, yeah, Paul, I think that's kind of my point. Uh, he's not really a rah-rah guy, and he's not physical, so I think people chalked it up as not being a leader. There's plenty of other ways he can be a leader. I I mean, he, I, I don't know. Watching today, I didn't think he wasn't a leader. I mean, I think the team just didn't hit the net. <laughs> That's what it came down to. And they, I, I don't know. Take Drew out this team. It's a 31st place team every year. He is on 50% of the teams. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty much my idea, my line of thinking, too. It's just uh, if you think he's a bad leader, it would be a real shame if he got hurt for five or six games and he saw what this team really was. And I'm, I feel like he's dragged other pretty bad teams to the postseason or close to the postseason. I mean 2013 14, that team started off. He started off without scoring for what 15, the first 15, 14 goal uh, games, finished with 86 points, won a hard nomination. It's not the reason why they're losing, guys. Um yeah, let's just get a whole team of Dale Lee's types. I just want a lot of guys that are just, you know, they're there. Sometimes they uh sometimes they forecheck check on the corner. Uh Chance Yager wants to coach. He proved he can help the young guys and Jake would be insane I mean that's interesting. I, I I don't know what Yager's doing right now. I don't think he's doing anything. But I wouldn't be against <laughs> I mean, I feel like Rick Wilson's done alright since he's come in. Uh I don't know how much he's done, but some of the things I've noticed he seems like he's done fairly well. I maybe they do need to bring in a guy like <laughs> maybe they do bring a guy like Yager. I mean, if you bring in Yager, and you can just yes, get Borchek to figure out what's going on. Uh, that'd be nice. Um, I mean, why are you guys still watching games? I guess my big thing is I, I just want to see how Carter Hart does at this point. I, there's I feel like the rest of the season I mean the rest of the season is gonna be terrible. There's uh and it doesn't seem like the guys we want to see progressing are really progressing this season, except for maybe maybe Sandheim. And I guess I would wa- I would I'm watching and hoping for call ups of uh Myers, NAK and Freeman later this season. But right now, I mean the team's not the team's not making the postseason. They have to go like twenty four seven and seven down the stretch or something obnoxious and this team has won four of the last 18 games, as I've said a couple times. So they're not making the postseason. Um, it just feels like... It, it, we've had other loss seasons recently, but this season, I think, just stings a lot because we were expected to take a step... The Flyers were expected, expected to take a step forward, and they've taken a step back in the worst way possible. Uh, so I, I think... Just this season's going to suck. I think next season can be a lot, not a lot better. It'll be easier to take because the expectation won't be there. I mean, I don't know what everybody else is expecting. I'm expecting this team to be garbage next year. So if they push for a playoff spot, it's a little different. But this year was supposed to be they were going to break the chain of first-round playoff exits. They're supposed to win a series, possibly, possibly push for... An appearance in the Eastern Conference final and now this team is Not doing anything One um, of the kids coming up that I mean it's a I have I have no idea I would I would start bringing them up now because there's no I mean the big guy The big guy that I was kind of worried about them bringing up, but has been doing fine is Carter Hart I, everybody else if he is A guy that doesn't need uh, all the HL grooming. I I wouldn't mind throwing some of the other guys to the fire. I feel like Phil... I I feel like I'd like to see Phil Myers right now. That'd be the big one. N.A.K. David Koshay, maybe. Freeman. Let's see what's going on. Uh... Jim McNichols, do you think this will hurt Carter Hart's confidence in development consistently losing? No. <clears throat> no, I I don't know. I, I don't I don't think so. I mean he has to know this isn't. I think each player knows when you take the steps to the NHL level, there's gonna be some bumps and bruises along the way. And it's not really, I mean, I be, I think. Clement pointed out today, this was the first time he lost the puck in the crease. And um, he doesn't really have many mistakes. Uh, he, he's had a couple soft goals here and there, but more times than not, he's the reason why it's still a game. I feel like that should give him confidence, and he can't really focus on... I don't think he can focus on the team around him. Uh, they're not losing games 6-5 to five because of him. They're they're losing games today, like 3-2, to two, where... Team didn't produce, or they're losing the games like the Panthers game two to one, or they're losing, they're losing all these low scoring games, or they pull it out like he bails them out on Thursday when he had thirty seven saves against the Stars. It's not, I don't think he can take it. I don't think it can hurt his confidence or development. Uh, all the losing, because I think they they kind of had they had to have talked to him and be like, look, just you just got to roll with him. Um, he has to know this isn't an NHL level team. Yeah, I've, that's fine. I, yeah, I'm not going to defend the Flyers. I, the, he has to know that what he's working with right now, it's got to be the worst of the worst of what he's going to see going forward. There's no way. I, I mean, right? There's no way this team could be worse next year. Could it? Could it? I don't think it can be. I hope it's not. I don't think it can be. Sue Jones with a good question, uh, Putt-Colzin, Cozens or Doc, who do you think we get number one? Yeah, I I haven't been doing a lot of um, draft research yet, which I should because, you know, why not? Uh, but from the early going, I do like Cozens, I think, a little bit more than the other two out of those three. Uh, if they happen to get up that high. I mean, at this point, if they don't get one or two, I'm going to be pretty upset. Because, um, because I mean, yeah, I mean, we're going to watch all this terrible hockey to not get one of the two best players in the draft is a little, uh, a little upsetting. Is Limblom going the butt? Yeah, I also, I don't know. I still don't think Limblom is really a bust. I don't think he's a bust. I mean, we saw flashes of how good he can be earlier in the season and then, I just think this team collectively just started mailing it in at one point, and they haven't been able to turn the switch back on. Uh, And Lindblom, I feel like Lindblom and Patrick are the two best examples of that, because... Or, I think Lindblom and Patrick kind of encapsulate why this team is frustrating right now, because we wanted players to take big steps this year, and kind of push the team forward, and those two guys have just not... It's 29 games without a goal for Lindblom now, and I think I said 24 for Patrick. Um, But I mean, yeah, he's a fifth rounder overcame all the scanning issues. And now he's in the NHL. And for a while, they was getting bounced around the lineup, which is a tough thing to kind of focus on when you're in your second year in the league. But early on in the season, when he got regular second line minutes with Patrick, they were probably the two most dynamic players, two biggest offensive threats on the team. And then, Hit a couple posts against the Devils. A couple games where he's getting scratched on the fourth line, and then now he's back up the be on the second line. And I mean, he had an assist earlier in the week. I, I, I I'm, I'm not giving up on Lindblom or Patrick. I'm just saying this is a they're just going through a rough stretch right now. Um, Flyers have gotten screwed with their lottery picks lately. They got a hit. Yeah, well, I mean, unfortunately, the Blackhawks are also out there. So I have a bad feeling we're going to watch this entire season and the Blackhawks or Kings are going to get Jack Hughes because there is no God. And uh, those teams have won so much recently i deserve to have another prime player player fall right into their lap so they don't have to go through a lull. Uh, yeah, I mean, really, that's at this point, you just... So somebody talking about how you can't. They don't want to hear about lose for Hughes, but I mean at this point, fuck it, right? I mean, there's. Why else are we watching these games this year? I mean, there's going to be some pieces that move in the summer. Um, we know that guys like Proveroff and Ghosts and and some of the other kids like they're not playing up to their potential, and we know that they aren't this, and they'll be better. Hopefully next season, if not by the end of the season, but. I mean, right now, it's going to be a rough 40 games or so down the stretch because there's really not much else to watch for. The The coach that we all wanted is gone. The GM that some of us wanted or most of us wanted is gone. Um, now we just have to watch the – just got to watch a lot of losing and hope Fletcher makes uh, some pretty sneaky trades uh, over the next few months and then the offseason. Let's see. uh, uh, Would anybody take Jake? Asks Brian. Um, I think yes, but the problem is I don't think anybody's taking his cap. His cap hitting his contract. I think the problem is going to have to be you're going to have to eat some of that deal. Which... Depends on how much. I mean, if you're going to eat two million for the rest of that contract, that might be might be a little rough. But at, at this point, my thing is just the slow starts, not playing sixty minutes. A lot of the same issues have been the same issues with this team since I feel like 2012, and you've gone through a couple coaches now. You've gone through the same, or you've gone through some GMs. A lot of the supporting cast has changed. Uh, but the three guys that are still here are Drew, Voracek, and Simmons. I mean, we're already talking about trading Simmons. I don't think you trade Drew at all. Uh, that would leave Voracek for why there could possibly be, like, not locker room issues, but just consistency with the team, I guess. And, I mean, I I still like Jake and will defend Jake, but at the same time, if you told me he got traded tomorrow, I, I don't think I would, I don't think it would be the end of the world to me uh teams would uh, teams would definitely take jake though it it just might not be in my mind i'm 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 not certain you would get more for i think you get more for simmons than voracek even though i feel like voracek's worth more than simmons if that makes sense but i think just league-wide reputation i think more teams would want simmons and give more for simmons Yeah, I mean, look, this is uh, going on the 43rd minute here. Uh, I think that's all I'm going to talk about today with the Flyers. So hopefully, uh, I believe Bill's back on Monday. Hopefully he's talking about, uh, I guess, a win. I I don't know what would make us feel good right now because wins are not what I want because I want them to tank. But find out. Uh, thanks for your questions today. I really had nothing else to go off of. I don't know what else to say about this team right now. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoy your weekend, and uh, go Birds. baseball truly it is awful i'm phillies writer justin clue join me every week along with john stolness liz Roscher, and dr trevor strunk as we discuss all the ways the phillies have hurt us on our podcast Hit and season as well as historical anecdotes and raw emotional ramblings on our other shows continued success and the dirty inning subscribe to the good fight and you'll get conversations with insiders analysis of breaking news and stats 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 together we'll survive whatever baseball can throw at us